Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Eye on the Community. I'm Vicki Pepper. In the spirit of sharing ideas worth spreading, TEDx Temecula not unlike TED Talks, features presentations from interesting and captivating speakers from a variety of backgrounds. Here to tell us more is lead organizer Jim McLaughlin. Thank you for joining me. Vicki, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. So lots of us have heard about TED Talks. They've been mentioned in movies and TV shows, and they get posted about on social media and go viral. But for those who may not be familiar with them, what is a TED Talk? That's uh, a great question. What it essentially is, it's a 18 or f- fewer minutes talk, 18 minutes or fewer talk, that is about a particular subject, a particular topic. And in that amount of time, the speaker is able to go pretty deep with a particular subject. And they're all delivered by, you know, thought leaders, people who are creative in their fields. Maybe they've got a new idea or a new way of thinking about something that just has you go, huh. And -hmm. something, ideally something opens up for you out of seeing that talk. And maybe you do something differently or you think about something differently. It has an impact on you in some way. And that's how these become viral is people will share them with others or they'll you know, they'll share them, they'll have something to say about them. And it's just an amazing experience for both the speaker and for the, uh, and for the audience. Now, your event is TEDx Temecula. How does TEDx differ from a regular TED Talk? That's great. It, many of the talks that you'll see, if you see a TED Talk, some of them will have the X in there and then maybe a city name or a university name. The difference is the X, those events that have the X in them are organized by an individual in their community. Somebody who said, I want to have an event, that, this is what happened to me. I said, I want to have an event like that in my own community. What is it? How does that happen? And the next thing I knew, I was filling out an application. But that's the main difference. But many of the talks that have a lot of views were filmed at TEDx events. For example, Simon Sinek's talk, the one that's Start With Why, I forget the actual name of it, but it's got some 37 million views. It's made a big impact. But it was at TEDx Puget Sound, I think is where that one was located. Your first TEDx Temecula was in 2012. What prompted you to start that? Well, it was interesting. So I'd been working in my field. I'm an executive coach. I do transformational work with people and with businesses. And I landed on my mission in my business, and that was to elevate or upgrade the level of conversation that's happening in my communities. And it was about two months later that... I discovered, like what I was just mentioning, what it is to organize a TEDx event, that somebody in their community, and I thought, well, that's exactly, that's perfectly consistent with with my mission, to bring conversations to the stage, to the public arena, both on the stage and and through the power of uh, the internet, and uh, bring those conversations, upgrade, elevate the conversations so that more happens. Another part of, of my mission is that it's about having people talk less about less about what's wrong and more about what's possible because those conversations are just they're they're elevating, right? And so that's what TED Talks are. And so it was like I I kinda have to do this. I can't not do it. Uh, that was really the inspiration for it. And also knowing that you know, I'd moved to Temecula from San Diego just a few years prior and 
had moved up there, and from, kind of from a San Diego perspective, Temecula is a bedroom community, and moved up there and just started to recognize, no, there's a lot going on here. There are people that have something worth sharing. There are interesting stories, and by sharing those stories, by sharing those ideas, we get to know ourselves better as a community, and there's the benefit of the outside world, so to speak, getting to know us a little bit better and maybe saying, hmm, maybe we should go check out Temecula. And so there's like an economic development angle on that as well. How do you find speakers for TEDx Temecula? What's that application process like? Well, we have an application on our website and people literally from all over the world will apply. And it's uh, several open-ended questions like, you know, why is this important to you to speak about this? What are your credentials? And then we ask them to create a two-minute video just on their phone. doesn't need to be highly produced. We don't want it to be highly produced. We want to have an experience of the person to give us a sense of what that talk is for them. And then after that, then we do a, an audition for those that are that we think, oh, those are ideas we want to know more about. And then we get them on a Zoom call and have them give a seven-minute version. So it's the online application, and then we're just looking in the community and looking for people to, to recommend people to us so that we're able to reach into the community more beyond just who may stumble across our website or who may be looking to give a, a TEDx talk. Now, from all of those applicants, how do you decide which ones make the cut and should be featured on the stage? That's great. Yeah, we get probably, we get between 100 and 200 applicants every year. And so we have to be you know, pretty selective. You know, it's really the ones that stand out. There are real standouts. And, and the kind of thing, like, that's something I want to know more about. There are a lot, a lot of applicants are, you know, maybe they see it as a, a promotional tool for their, for their business or to promote their book. And many of those, they come off a little bit like, okay, well, this is good, but it's not exactly a TED Talk. There's something in a TED Talk, the idea, there's something unique about it, or there's a twist to it, or a, you know, there's a, a pull to it, like, like clickbait, I guess, you know, <laughs> not really, but it's like that. It has that impact, impact on you. We want to we wanna hear more about it. And so it's just things really that appeal to us and that are, that are uh, across a broad range of topics. So we want to have something for everybody at the event. We have six to eight speakers every year. And we want to make sure we have something for everybody, but also knowing that so many people come away from a talk that they didn't expect they were going to like, that they, really, they come away with something mm -hmm. that was really unexpected. For example, you know, we may have a high school teacher as a, as a speaker, and people might go, well, what do I want to hear from my high school teacher? What have they got to tell me? I didn't really like high school, blah, blah, blah. But Sometimes that's the biggest surprise of all because, again, they have a different way of looking at things or they're working on a, a project that could change the world or could change, you know, when I say the world, it could be a small world or, or the whole world, right? And that is just really the excitement and the enthusiasm that comes from being engaged in a project like this. I'm speaking with Jim McLaughlin, lead organizer for TEDx Temecula. Picking your favorite talks may be impossible, <laughs> but are there any that really stand out to you? Yeah, there's one that continues to come up, and uh, it was by Sarah Hogan, who is a, a veterinarian. She's an emergency room veterinarian. She spoke in 2019, and then we actually had her back next year with sort of a, what's different since then. But we'll go, I'll go back to the 2019 talk. She talked about what it's like to deal with the grief of having to choose to euthanize your pet. Mm. She's an emergency room veterinarian, so she sees... You know, she, as she says, a lot of her patients don't go home. 
right. and people come, they come in in various you know, conditions and it's an unusual, it's a tough call to make and some people second guess themselves after having made that call. And so she has a very powerful message on how to deal with that. Now, not like how to, but opens doors, opens thinking. And she's gotten many, many messages from around the world from people that have just thanked her so deeply. Things like, you know, I was considering taking my own life over this from the, from the grief. And mm-hmm. so that's one that just keeps coming up over and over again. And it makes me feel like, you know, this is what makes it worth doing. You know, it's an all-volunteer effort. None of us make any money on it, but it's that kind of feedback, that kind of possibility that gets made in the world from that kind of a talk that just it just makes it so, so, so worthwhile. And are those and other TEDx talks still available to watch? Yes. You can go to our website, TEDxTemecula.com, and there's a menu item called Talks, and we have all the talks broken down by all the years that we've done the events, and they're freely available on YouTube. So if you really wanted to look for TEDx Temecula talks, just Google or put into YouTube TEDx Temecula and you'll get a a wide variety of talks there. We've got, I think, I don't know, somewhere between 60, somewhere around 60 talks so far. What's involved when it comes to putting these events on? Like, what are some of the challenges and where do you get funding? Or, I mean, do ticket sales cover all your costs? How does that work? Well, so what the process looks like is... We start about this time of year. We start in January thinking about what are we going to do different this year? And the event's in September. It's on September 30th. It's traditionally been the last Saturday in September for the last several years. And we start putting together what are we going to do differently? What's our theme going to be? We're doing that right now. We're figuring out what our theme is. And then in the second quarter of the year is when we start looking for who our speakers are going to be. We start going through the the applications. And we're also looking for sponsors. So we have sponsors that fund part of the event through in-kind sponsorships and with cash donations. We want to get as many people in the community involved in the project as possible so that everybody is sort of a stakeholder. And, of course, it helps carry the load for all of us as well. And, yes, ticket sales do account for a large part of our budget to take care of that. We have an amazing food sponsor, uh, Leah Bernardo with Eat Marketplace. She provides lunch for us at a steep discount. Now, then we have to raise money for taking care of the other part of that. There's our video production. There's the rental of the theater. And that all comes from the benefactors in the community, including the city of Temecula, which takes a large role in that. But that's the finances of it. And then uh, we spend the third quarter of the year, starting in July, working with our speakers, coaching them getting them to know each other. So we create this community within the speakers that really carries forward into the the day of the event when we all show or the night before in rehearsal and show up at the event. We're all, speakers are all in support of each other. And it's it's just an amazing experience, really. And is TEDx Temecula the only event of its type in Southern California? Oh, no, not at all. No, we have been at it, I think, longer than anybody else continuously. We've been at it since 2012. We even did an event in 2000, or 2020, rather, which we did without an audience. We did it in a small black box theater. We had already selected our speakers. We didn't know what was going to happen that year. And we said, well, see, how, how, can we, how can we make this work? So instead of doing an audience, we did watch parties on Facebook after the events were already produced. But to get back to your question, yeah, TEDx San Diego has been going on for many years. I know the organizer or the former organizer of that very well. He's a mentor of mine. I know there's a couple around the Riverside area as well that happen. And they're not always continuous, so they may do one 
sometimes they just do one and the organizer says, this is too much work or I don't have time for this. And they, but if you go to the TED website and look up events or TEDx events, I forget what the actual link is, you'll see a map which you can zoom into and look all around really any area, but like our area and see what's going on, when it's happening and where it is. And you visit them all over the place. Where are you in the stages of planning this year's event? We're just beginning the theme. We're looking, actually, we're looking for new team members, organizing team members, again, like to to help carry the load. You know, like with anything, there's some attrition. People have moved out of the area or they just don't have the time this year to contribute to the project. So we're team building. We're looking at what the theme is going to be. But much of it, because we've been at it for so long, is we've got it down, the actual the event planning process and what needs to happen. It's just, what do we want to do differently this year that is the, that is the creative part of it? So we're looking, yeah, we're looking for speakers. You know, the application is open. We're, uh, we're in that process of it. So if there's anybody out there that thinks they have an idea we're spreading, then we'd love to hear about it. And how could someone reach out to you if they wanted to be involved either as a speaker or a volunteer? And when do tickets go on sale? There's a link on our website. I think it says participate. And there's a, an application if you want to be a volunteer, including being part of the organizing team, which is a, a smaller group of that. But we need people day of as well to help with the organizing and the ushering and the setting up tables and making sure people are well taken care of when they're there as audience members. There is an application to perform. So we usually have two musical acts, one maybe to open the show and then one later on in the show. When I say the show, you know, the event, we have two sessions, each of them 90 minutes, and we have three or four speakers and then some entertainment. And we try and create a flow to it so that it, you know, so that it makes sense and so that it works well. So there's performing is an option to participate. Speaking is an option to participate. That's available through the participate link on the website. And I think those are the three main areas. And when do tickets go on sale? Tickets go on sale as soon as I set up the Eventbrite page. And that will be, that will be in about a month. <laughs> I've been speaking with Jim McLaughlin, lead organizer for TEDx Temecula. Anything else you want us to know? Yeah, if you haven't been to an event like this, you don't know what you're missing. And that sounds cliche, but every year, and part of why I keep wanting to do it is audience members will come up to me. I'm the MC, and I wear a bright red shirt, so I'm easy to spot. People come up to me with these wide eyes and are just like, I had no idea that it was going to be like this. So it's an experience you can't really, uh, you could describe it. It's wonderful, it's mind opening. And I guess maybe the, a parallel might be, you could watch a movie at home alone on your TV, or you could go to a theater, a packed theater, see that same movie and it's gonna be a very different experience. I think it's the same with TED Talks. Most of us watch it on our phone or you know on our computer, maybe on our TV, and we have the experience that we have, then multiply that. So if you haven't been to a TEDx event, or even if you have, come to ours at September 30th and see what happens. I think you'll be hooked. Thank you so much for talking with us today, and we will look forward to seeing you in September. Vicki, thank you so much for this opportunity to share. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.